Hey everyone, welcome to Heels Off, Let's Talk. It's your girls, Nicola, Valerie, and Shakira. In this podcast, we're here to be open and speak our truth. No subject is off limits. Each week, we cover topics and pop culture and personal life. We hope to challenge you and encourage you to be the best version of yourself. We're like the best friend you've never had. So let's kick off our heels, grab our favorite wine, and let's talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Heels Off, Let's Talk. You got your girl Shakira. Hey y'all, hey. You got your girl Valerie, hey. Hey everybody, you got Nicola. So what is up ladies? How's it going? It's going good, it's going good. But girl, the internet is off the chain right now. Off the chain? Yes, girl. That's an old term, that's an old term. But no, the internet is on fire. That's what I meant. You know, I actually just recently got back onto social media. I was like off the grid for about two, three months. I thought that was longer. No, it was like September. Wait, September, October. Yeah, I got back in like, oh, wait, no. Mm -hmm. It was like four months. Yeah, you were gone a while. Yeah, but it was like very refreshing. It was much needed. Like I wasn't geared towards... Oh my God, I got to be on social media. It was like a stress relief. Like I wasn't on there. I wasn't being bothered by people. Of course, you know, I missed some news. Like there was breaking news apparently going on all over mm-hmm. social media during the months I was not on there. But it was just like great to just get away from it all. It was really nice. I was able to focus on myself. I was able to like, you know, build my productivity, get focused because I'm also studying for my board exam. So I took some time away from social media because it was a huge distraction. But it was great. Now that I'm back on, I'm like, oh, my God, why did I get back on here? <laughs> Girl, you better than me. I was going to say, I feel like your page went through like a transformation. <laughs> yeah, it did. A huge one. Yeah, you look very happy in all your photos. Like you're living your best life. Oh, something like She's that. She's lying. <laughs> Aren't we all trying to live our best life, you know? Okay, let me let me drop some knowledge on y'all so that is called toxic positivity have y'all heard of that before no what is that okay toxic positivity is basically the belief that no matter how dire or difficult a situation is people should still maintain a positive mindset it's a good vibes only approach to life basically i was gonna say it almost sounded negative but with positivity it's the toxic (laughs) part (laughs) right it's like oh god what is she gonna say (laughs) I'm not going to lie. That sounds like the majority of us on social media. Oh, 100%. Every, I always yeah. get that all the time. Like People are telling me, like, you're always traveling. You're always doing stuff. I'm like, I'm really not. <laughs> I'm just on right. my couch. <laughs> it's what you want them to perceive that's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because you can't like, tell people your business, okay? And y'all don't know how long I took like to take that picture. Like I took an hour <laughs> to get those pictures taken. <laughs> All in different kind of angles. Like, okay, exactly. The lighting had to be right. Okay. The hips has to be right. Oh, the butt, the, the hips, the caption, <laughs> the edits. Caption. Okay. <laughs> but honestly, I mean, so toxic positivity is not all that bad and, but it's not all that good. Because I feel like we're constantly putting ourselves on a front saying everything's peachy perfect and then exhausting ourselves when we detach from our phones or social media and dealing with real life. Honestly, like I know the name is toxic positivity, but 
it doesn't sound that bad to me because a lot of time, like you don't need people in your business. You don't need to, people to know what you got going on, what you going through at the time. Amen. Amen. You just need the people to see, Hey, okay. You know what? I'm living life. And that's just about it. As long as, you know, these people are not the people that you're close to. So they don't need to know your business. See me on the internet. Right. I feel like people I, okay. are constantly looking for validation. Yeah, like, exactly. How many likes can I get? How many retweets can I get? How many people are going to share my posts? It's like they post something looking for that validation to like basically make themselves feel important. I hate to say it like that, but some people do. Like, can I get this many followers or can I get this many people to like my posts? And it's like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you, Valerie, but to the same point, I feel like if you're having a bad day and you post a picture making it seem like you're having a great day, you're fooling yourself. I'm not saying you have to go out. I'm not, when I say fooling yourself, <laughs> obviously I'm not talking about you, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm talking I get it. figuratively. Mm-hmm. I'm listening. But I'm saying, what I'm saying is like, I'm not saying you have to go out and put out there that you're having a bad day. Maybe you turn the phone off and go deal with your real life versus posting, oh, everything's peachy perfect. And then going and turning off the phone and trying to solve through those emotions. In my opinion, I think one should just get away from their phone, get away from social media, remove themselves, kind of like what Shakira did, take that hiatus that you need for yourself and then return when you actually genuinely do feel that way. I I mean, I'm guilty of it, so. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm saying like, I feel like there's going to be certain problems you're going to go through that, yeah, you're going to need to turn off that phone and not interact with other people. And sometimes you might be in a funk where you're like, you know what, I need to remind myself of how happy I was or remind myself how blessed I am and yeah I might post a picture and post a bomb caption on there and to remind myself hey you know what all is not bad it is what it is this too shall pass move forward so what about the ones that actually take their problems to social media I'm not gonna lie to you I think that's annoying I'm sorry (laughs) that's a good point Shaq but you mentioned like oh you think it's important for them to like put their phones down if they're not having a good day and just you know take a hiatus like you said and then just come back fresh and deal with it then but there are some people that have a sense of like social media is their escape route like that's that's how they get help and some people are actually crying out for help on social media so like yes what's your take on that Honestly, back in the day, that used to be me. Way that used to be all of us. (laughs) No, but I used to like, so Twitter, the reason why I don't use Twitter a lot like I was in the past is because it was my form of outlet expressing myself through my love relationships. Like I would say, I was a subliminal tweeter. Okay, that was me. (laughs) Twitter fingers. Exactly, that was me. (laughs) I claim it, I own it. I may have deleted those posts, so don't go looking for them. (laughs) But I personally... I I get when people cry for help, but I've seen cases where people do cry for help and guess what happens? They don't get the help that they needed. People disregard it. They keep swiping right? and people don't take them serious when they ask for that help. Some people do get help, but I've seen many cases where people are crying out for help and people just swipe next, swipe, keep swiping and disregard. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm guilty of being the people that swipe because sometimes it feels annoying to me. Like if you don't, approach me and say hey I'm going through something and I need your help like a lot of time I just think like a lot of people are crying for attention so yeah yeah, I'm gonna swipe I mean if you have a problem say you have a problem and ask for help directly like don't put posts online just to kind of try to get attention to me like that's what I get annoyed about I'm like okay well 
nothing is really going on. You just want to talk to talk. I know it's going to sound very insensitive, but <laughs> that's how I feel. What if you, you have a problem, come talk to me. Oh, no, I completely understand. I'm just, I understand what both of you guys are saying because some people do, you know, post things in a light for attention because it's like, oh, you know, this is what's happening in my life. But I guess you got to know the person too because you just said that last week or two days ago and mm-hmm. you're still doing the same thing. Obviously, nothing's really wrong with you or you're really seeking out attention. Or like Lola said, um, sometimes, you know, people just, they just want that, you know, sense of like, okay, you know, maybe I should post what I need to talk about for help. So maybe somebody might see it and they'd be like, oh, well, this person is crying out. Let me reach out to them and give them some encouraging words or give them some kind of knowledge or educate them on this. So I think it also depends on the person in a sense, but some people just take it too far. Like not everything is for public, like for public use, like some things should be kept private. And that's like the thing. Putting it on display. And that's the thing. I feel like sometimes those same individuals may not know that. Like right. they put their whole life out there. Like if you need help, okay, let's seek help. But like the world doesn't need to know everything that's going on in your life. Mm-hmm. I agree. Because people can use that against you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There was like once upon a time, people were like, oh, I'm leaving my house. I'm going to the grocery store. And what happened? They got robbed. Get robbed. Exactly. <laughs> So I'm like, certain things should just be left private. You don't let, like, what do they say? Don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing or whatever the thing, how it goes. But never like, heard of it. Really? No, oh. I've heard of it. Like, never <laughs> let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Something like that. But yeah, certain things should just not be put on social media as to where people are knowing your every single whereabouts or knowing what's going on in your family. Because like you said, they can use that against you. And use it to harm you in a sense like, oh, well, especially now when people are getting like canceled and all that. And they're like, well, you said this back in 2000. And it's like, okay. So it's like now we really have to watch what we're saying and what we're posting and what we're putting out there because they think it's just temporary. No, it's practically there forever. Yeah. Don't realize a good point. Cancel culture. Oh, geez. So basically cancel culture is, you know, when someone says something maybe five years ago. Right. And today they feel different about it, but the people call them out for it. Like, how do you guys feel about that? I feel like cancel culture, honestly, yeah, a lot of people get kind of held liable for the things that they said before. But I think like cancel culture is like if you're actively saying some dumb stuff, okay, Mm -hmm. like actively the things that you're saying don't make no sense or the things that you're saying or the people that you're supporting, like they don't fit your agenda. They don't fit you. I feel Mm -hmm. like that's why a lot of people are getting canceled now. I feel like the fact they made it a culture is ridiculous. Like (laughs) seriously? Yeah. You guys are digging up bones from years ago. Like people had a platform. They could say whatever they wanted to say, but now it's like, oh wait, no, 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 no. I can't say that because I'll offend this person. I mean, out of respect, you don't say certain things, but it's like, when do we have the right to speak our truth? Like, do you think, do you think it take away from free speech? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, where is our freedom of speech? We can't say anything. It's like, oh, I can't say this because I'm afraid my group will cancel me and they won't follow me on social media or, you know, so say whatever. But it's like, okay, so you're just going to be a mute. You're not going to say how you truly feel about a situation. 
I don't I feel know. Like, well, here's my thing. I feel like with cancel culture, there's two sides to it, right? Mm. So you can have somebody that says, like Kevin Hart, let me come correct, LGBTQ plus community, okay? He All made right. a comment, right? And people held him accountable for it mm-hmm. years to follow, not accepting that this man can change. This man can stand up and say, you know what? I did say that, but I don't feel that way that I felt years ago. Exactly. I took the time to educate myself. I was ignorant then. I have moved forward. But the problem with cancel culture is people feel like, well, you said that back then. So you still feel this way, even though you're owning your truth, you're being accountable for it. I still feel like you're a bad person. The reason why I say it goes both ways, because if someone says something that's racist or does blackface, there's something that's out of the line that just hits us home. It's kind of like, well, we don't accept you anymore. Like we just shut them down. We said, yeah. Nope. Once a racist, always a racist. Right. Yeah. But some so, people are just truly ignorant and don't know any better. Yes. Like, I don't think we should cancel them. Like, I just. Right, but I'm right. saying, like, if you've got an opportunity to do better and you're still just going out your way to be ignorant, okay, then of course people are going to be opinionated. Of course, I'm now going to see that this is who you are as a human being. You're choosing to be like this, even after someone tried to educate you. Yeah, I think, but the thing is with cancel culture too, I don't think that there is like patience and there is not enough like, oh, let me educate this person on this topic so you don't sound ignorant when you're speaking on behalf of our people. Right, because like there is no time to like, oh, you know what? Let me educate them. Maybe they don't know. It's kind of like, oh, what you said is politically incorrect. Sorry, canceled. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, some people just honestly, they don't know. And yeah. it's like, how are they gonna like, you're gonna cancel them? Okay, they're really not gonna learn anything after that. It's mm-hmm. like, I feel like some people just need to be taken pulled to the side. And just like you said, educate them because honestly, they probably just don't know. What about the people who likes to live in ignorance? Even if you're educating them, they still decide what they're saying is right. I have no well, words for those people. <laughs> I have the right to not follow them. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to yes. get unfollowed. I don't got to see you. I don't have time you for you in a corner. Uh, nobody has time for ignorance. Mm-mm. Exactly. No, ma'am. But nice try, though, Valerie. But, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. Canceled. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Okay, guys. So I know we talked about toxic positivity and the cancel culture. So what would life be without social media? Like an episode of Friends. <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally. Friends? Why do you say that? Because they weren't looking at their phones. Like mm. when they got together, they came together. They didn't just hang out over the phone or anything like through FaceTime, which don't get me wrong. I love that and everything. But <laughs> they always met up at the coffee shop. They always were interacting together. They always were going somewhere, doing some stuff together. And they were not in their phones when they're they were in the moment. I could see yeah. how that, yeah. Because, you know, like you go out to restaurants and what are people doing rather than eating and socializing? Their head is down and they're in their phone. Or they're taking pictures of their food. True. <laughs> Listen, I still do that. I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> I remember going to, I went out to eat like a couple of months ago and I kid you not, this couple, they sat right across from each other. They were on their phones the entire time. The only time they looked up was when the food was brought to the table and they were back on their phones. Didn't talk the entire time. I was like, wow, 
Maybe they were on the verge of a relationship breakup. I don't know, but they were- <laughs> Maybe they had social awkwardness. But I mean, come on now, just stay home then. But they were like on their phone, just scrolling through social media the whole time. Could have been the first date and they wasn't feeling it. Well, they should have shot up and went home. <laughs> but I'm like, you see people, even in our generation, we go out, we've talked like on social media all day, every day. Then we finally see the person that we've been talking to all day, every day. And we're still on our phones. I'm true. Like, I, don't, I don't get it. So it's like when we have social gatherings, I'm like, everybody put your phones away because now is the time to actually socially interact with one another. It's like we're taking it away. Then now people don't know how to talk to each other, only know how to text and, yes. you know, tweet and send DMs. Like, where is the social participation? I think a lot of time, too, people want to capture that moment. And that's probably why they're on social media. It's just kind of knowing the balance between, okay, well, let's interact. And when this event is about to end, then let's take our pictures. Then we can get to posting our pictures when we get home. I think people just need to know that balance. But you know because what? If it's not on social media now, it didn't happen. Yeah, but you know what? Sometimes, and I'm guilty of this too, like we get so excited to go to an event. We're more excited of capturing the moment versus being in the moment. Or more excited right. to take a picture versus participating and actually socializing. Mm-hmm. And, take and that's that why album. they need to have the balance. The balance between let's yeah. put our phone away, enjoy the moment. And when it's about to end, then we capture those you know, memories and those times. And I I'm feel like we've lie. done a great job at that though. I was going to say, do you guys think you have the balance? I honestly don't. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. I feel like sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. Because sometimes our outfits are bomb. Our hair looks <laughs> laid. And we are going to capture that. And we want to post IG. Um, excuse me. Who are you speaking for, by the way? I'm speaking for all of us. Oh. We've all done this. I know she's not talking about me. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't do that you do that um (laughs) i'm more i'm more geared towards the in the moment like what's going on now i don't be wanting to take pictures not like that that's probably because she didn't have social media for a while that's why yes you know what point taken but i made my point (laughs) but i think for me though it's like I see where you're coming from, Nicola, because I was like that too. Like, oh, let's take this bomb picture because we not, we need to post it. But at the same time too, I feel like as we get older, it's like, okay, you know what? Let's put this the phone down. Let's enjoy the moment mm-hmm. and let's capture whatever we can capture at the end of it. And I feel like yesterday, like we went out for drinks and I feel like we did just that. And I was very yeah. proud of that. We did have a picture moment, but we was cute. <laughs> oh my gosh. But even still, like we... So Shakira and Valerie went with me to a salsa dance party and Valerie was dancing. I was dancing. Shakira was dancing. And a cool thing is I didn't get to see Valerie dance, but Shakira caught that on camera and I was able to watch that the next day and be taken right back to that moment. Yeah. That's the great thing about it. And I agree with you hundred percent. I just like to live in the moment. I think we did a great job yesterday living in the moment. Just saying <laughs> you did. Okay. You know what? She's hating y'all. So what was life for y'all though before social media hit? I know we were young and all, but what was life for y'all before social media? Oh my gosh. I don't even remember. All I remember is like MySpace, but I don't remember like before that. What was what was happening? Nothing. I was so involved. <laughs> no, literally, I was so I was more into my friendships. Like I can recall those friendships, like doing all these activities and stuff like that, being with my dance friends. Like 
We weren't on our phones ever. We always had like those slam books. Oh, you guys had those? What is that? What is that? Okay. So it's kind of like in Mean Girls when they have a little book. like Mean Girls. But instead, (laughs) it's like you share that book with all your friends. So like you write down what's going on or the latest tea or the gossip. I can't believe none of y'all did that. It sounds like the Sisters of Traveling Pants. (laughs) Girl, but that book, that book has all the gossip and all the tea. You know what? I feel like I did something similar. It was Mm -hmm. like like a little notebook, but it was kind of like, it was a lot of talking about other people and what's going on. Okay, those type of books. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's how we connected. Mine was called Friends 101. So I guess I did have a book like that. So proper. (laughs) Right. Friends 101. Friends 101. (laughs) What? Name, how I met them, what I liked, what I didn't like. Wow. Thinking about that and saying it out loud, it just sounds terrible. (laughs) Yeah, it's cringy. (laughs) It's called Social Media on Paper. Listen, Oh, you know what? I need to trademark something with that. Social Media on Paper. Don't take it, y'all. Don't take it. (laughs) Girl, you got a trademark it right now. Now that I think about it, I guess I did have a book like that. Hmm. But yeah, that was that was how we interacted and stuff. So I feel like for me, like my background's a little bit different. So I didn't go to school here in the state at the beginning from like primary and like starting secondary school. So for me, it was like social media wasn't that popping for us at the time. And we just spent a lot of time just kind of like, I guess those slam books you're talking about. I'm passing it around in class and we had this bench that we used to sit on. Listen, we ran the school. Okay. To all my college Marianne friend. Hello. Okay. Gossip (laughs) girl. (laughs) Okay. So I felt like for us, like we spent more time in our relationship and getting to know each other and knowing what's the tea in our family and our prospective homes rather than other people's Mm -hmm. crap. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Did you guys ever like pass notes in class? Oh yeah. Yeah, girl. We used to get those confiscated all the time too. Listen, we used to put them in a textbook and be like, here, take the textbook. Ah, that was sneaky. That was good. I know. We were bad. I think I have like kept all of my notes since like grade school. It's like in my little treasure chest. Yeah. Mine's are definitely in the trash. What? (laughs) Recycled. We wasn't talking about much to be keeping them notes for me. (laughs) Listen, I feel like Shakira is like a memory hoarder. I am. I feel like she yeah. holds on to these things. Listen, and I'm like, okay. I have birthday why? cards since I was five years old. It's That's just, a problem. I like that stuff. I mean, not <laughs> like I ever look at it any like anymore, but I just have like a whole treasure chest and it's like my little secret stash of you know, I was like that too. When I first went to college and throughout my years of college, I kept creating all these albums and I would store all of my photos, my videos in there because Facebook was like my my library to keep stuff in. I don't know why I, tr- I treated it like that, but I was kind of like that too, but I used it with social media. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Cray cray. But, but I'm not going to lie to you. Shakira, thank you so much for keeping all of our pictures through our yes. entire friendship right. because See? I don't have them. Delete the ugly and embarrassing ones. <laughs> yeah, please do. Later on in life when I'm embarrassing you with very nice photos. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. <laughs> I do have a lot of photos of y'all. I need to start deleting. So I like how we... Um, Myself and Nicola, we were like right, right from like, uh, what was the show again on Netflix? Oh, Moesha. Moesha. <laughs> Why am I? <laughs> yeah. And how do you think social media affects the way you guys talk? You know what? Very heavily. 
because it's like something happens like that lady was like I ain't got time for that like we were <laughs> all saying that you know what I'm saying yeah like or how about that like we discovered that through social media. Ain't nobody uh-huh. was sitting there watching Dr. Yeah. Phil and watching that. Okay? Exactly, exactly. We got that from social media and then it became the running joke. Yeah, you, know? you take a lot of things from social media. I know I do. I like It's disrespectful to me and my homegirl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why do I keep saying I that? love that. Right? It's like, who am I? <laughs> and you know, Cardi B, of course, she's like, oh my gosh. I, she, I hey. I steal all her stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, you just did it in one of our recent episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Laughing like Cardi oh, B. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coronavirus. Her little Snickers, you know? Yeah. What about you, Valerie? Yeah, that was... I do, too. I, I think a lot of our insiders, a lot of, like, the jokes that we do, a lot of them are heavenly influenced by social media. Uh-huh. So I do that, too. And do you think that it also affects like the way you dress, the way you carry yourself? Uh, yes, 100%. It definitely affects the way I do my hair because I follow a lot of hair pages on social media. So the minute I see like a video and I'm like, oh my God, I want to do my hair like that. So I'm instantly like motivated to switch up my hairstyle because, you know, what's popular, of course, at the time. But then I'm like always constantly on social media looking at different hairstyles and like, oh, can I achieve that look? Can I do that style of a lace front? You know, like that kind of stuff. So that definitely influences me. Hmm. I think yeah. for me, it's just my style. I think mm-hmm. like, I mean, although like I'm more like a vintage old soul kind of person, but I think that watching like other people's blogs and the way they kind of match certain outfits together. It's kind of like, oh, I have that top. Oh, I have that bottom. Let me put those two together. Like kind of helping me create things that I've, I didn't think about. Yeah. I mean, I'm for me, it's like I do it for almost anything. Like I'll follow certain pages to learn different financial investment information or like I follow a bunch of influence so learn like what's the latest trend like or what's the latest skincare or like mm. people like Bretman rocked when I just want to laugh and I'm like yes oh my gosh he's so funny right <laughs> <laughs> so absolutely a hundred percent so those people that you follow okay do you ever feel like you're so invested in their life I got like that one time where I'm not gonna lie like I relied on watching Bretman rocks Instagram stories to like get a little chuckle or like lighten my day mm-hmm. because things were so bad for me at, at my old job at one point and I relied on that and I had to tell myself okay I, I can't be relying on somebody else to make me laugh like I need to stop I had to pull away so hmm. what are we you Shakira do you feel yeah, like you're like yeah. so invested in the people you watch um I wouldn't necessarily say invested but I do look forward to seeing them, like especially Cardi B, because her videos are always funny to me. And I'm like, oh, my God, what is this girl about to do now? So I'm mm-hmm. always like on her Instagram page, like seeing what she's posting. You know, her outfits are always cute, of course. Her hair is always laid. So I'm like, oh, my God, what is she doing now? <laughs> but I won't say like invested to where I have to go and seek for her. Like, I don't think it's to that extent, but. What do you think about the people that actually do that, though? The people that think that they have opinions on on these celebrities' lives after watching them for so long? I mean, I really don't think it's healthy. I, like you said, they've invested, so they feel... Sometimes people feel like a sense of, well, I need to work to get to this level. 
because mm-hmm. she's at this level. I need to work to get to that level. Or I'm living vicariously through her to where I want to be just like that versus trying to find your own path and make your own way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like some people look too deep into it, not knowing like she goes through stuff behind closed doors that we don't even know about. You know what I mean? And they think like whatever they're posting on social media is all good and fine and dandy, but nobody really knows on what's going on behind the scenes. And some people have to realize that like you might want her life, but you don't know what she did to get there or what she's still doing to make things happen that way. So something don't try to invest too much time and money into thinking you want to be just like these celebrities that you see on social media and all these Instagram famous models, but you don't know what all it takes and you might not have the willpower to actually do that. You know what I mean? Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not even a celebrity. Sometimes it's a person that you're friends with. Exactly. That you look at and you're like, dang, how are they doing all this? Or like, man, they're always like here doing this, like, Mm -hmm. or like, oh my gosh, they achieved this. Like we constantly are comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah. Yeah. It's not healthy at all. (laughs) Not healthy at all. No, no, no. No, no, no. Tis, tis, tis. I think we all, but I I think that at some point we all did compare ourselves to somebody at some point on social media. Hello, Beyonce. But do I look like Beyonce? No. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all know how much I love Beyonce. I'm like, oh my God, oh, Beyonce. But yeah. but yeah, but like you were saying, um, Shakira and Nicola, it is not healthy, but we've all done it though. We've all yeah. like compared ourselves to these people. We all felt like sometimes some people feel entitled to their lives. You know, when they're doing something, they're like, oh girl, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, that's not for you to dictate. They uh-huh. do what they want to do. Their life. Exactly. So what about like those social media influencers, the relationship, like people's input and those things like that's none of your business. Don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) But at the same time, if you're going to make your relationship public, if you're going to put your stuff out there, people have an opinion and they can they can say whatever they want. And it's up to the person who posted it to understand and realize even if you're getting negative comments, you just have to remember that that person might be insecure or having a bad day or they just they just want to be a troll just because they feel like it's fun but you have to ignore that and and focus on yourself and just remember it's your life you're the one living it they're not in your shoes so yeah you're right yeah it's a a risk that (laughs) it's really a risk that you're willing to take when you're putting your personal information out there yep Hmm. so what are some pros and cons for you guys when it comes to social media? I think the biggest pro for me is being able to connect with people. So like seeing what everyone's doing, maybe reaching out to them, talking to people that I don't even live in the same state with. That to me is the biggest pro. I think many people can relate to that. Yeah. True. True. What about you, Shaq? I was going to say, I would agree with Nicola. That would definitely be a pro of mine. Especially since we're like, you know, in different cities. Well, my family isn't here. Everybody's kind of all over. So it's kind of like an update to like see what everybody is doing, how everybody is doing. Like sometimes I don't know when my family celebrates their anniversary and they post it. And I'm like, oh, happy anniversary. Or somebody just graduated from college or, you know, like just good things that are happening within your circle. And you don't really get to see these people every day. 
but just having that connection to know like they're doing good I'm proud of them but I don't get to see them because they're across the country so just having that connection like Lola said is I think that's like definitely a pro like I'm not gonna lie like Facebook is my personal calendar when it comes to people's birthdays because I don't remember people's birthdays right and I rely on Facebook every day I go on there just to be like okay whose birthday Mm -hmm. is it okay let me say happy birthday they send you that (laughs) little notification I'm like oh let me go text this person right (laughs) I definitely forget I think for me though it's increased creativity just because like I mean I know we all are creative in our own way but sometimes when you see someone do something and you know that you have this capability and you just didn't know how to get started and then it kind of allows you to go back and research and create I wouldn't say create the same thing but create in a way that you know shows your own views if that makes sense but it just like help with increasing creativity that's a good way to add it too yeah like for example I know when we started our podcast I'm sure we we had listened to other podcasts right to kind of like oh okay what are people talking about what is podcast even about yeah Um, yeah you know, it's funny that you say that because I actually got involved in podcasts because podcasts have been around for a long time, but I didn't get involved into a podcast until I started following some Facebook groups that uh, a group of people that watch the same shows as me mm-hmm. and they were talking about the podcast and so-and-so and this and that. I'm like, I got to go listen, but I discovered it through social media. Exactly. Oh, look at that. Exactly. Yep. So what about like, the educational aspect of social media do you guys feel like it's helping or do you guys feel like it's a lot of fake news um valerie i think you forgot to let us mention our cons you're right you're right right. (laughs) not organized right now (laughs) (laughs) no it's like i wanted to like bring this up so bad so go ahead, Shakira. You can start with your little cons or whatever. Oh, my little, my little <laughs> oh, cons. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, my little cons. Wow. I really don't have any. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what she meant to say is only do one at a time and let's go. Wrap this up. <laughs> my con is it takes away, like I said earlier, from people actually socially participating in outings or just... Showing a sense of I'm here, let me put down my phone and actually be here and be in the room and not be distracted by social media. That, that's just my con. I'm just like, it takes away from actually people talking to each other, like having a anyway. genuine, real conversation. I like that. And I feel like everybody's thumbs are going to be messed up in a couple of years anyways. Ah. Next two. Next two. Yep. What about I- you, Lola? So I agree with Shakira, but you know the. Gemini and me also has something else to say. So (laughs) I also think one of the things that like I really valued before social media is like when something gets released, we're all kind of on the same page. Like we're all like excited about whatever's getting released, whether it's a new pair of shoes or a shirt or an album. Like I like that we're kind of it's authentic. Our relationships are authentic. The way we communicate is authentic. It's like we're in the moment, like Shakira said, but like we're also experiencing things together versus one person finding out something and then the other person finding out something different. And it's just kind of like we're all trying to race to one platform to be on the same page versus racing in person to be on the same page. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. You better yeah, speak facts, girl. Thanks. <laughs> I think for me, my mm-hmm. con is... Okay, with your little con. Mm-hmm. Only one. <laughs> con. Okay, so my little con, okay, it's... I think it speaks to the level of, like, a younger generation when it comes to, like, bullying on social oh, that's media. that's a good one. Oh, cyberbullying. Yeah. Yes, cyberbullying is a big thing, and it kind of lead, you know especially young minds, they're not strong enough to know that this too shall pass. And they're not strong enough to know, okay, well, I don't have to follow this person. I can block them and move on. So for me, that's a kind of social media because a lot, it leads to a lot of things. It leads to suicide and, right. and you know, um, body disorder, um, body image disorders and all that stuff too. So that's my kind of social media. I guess it wasn't so little after all. See? (laughs) See? Pretty impressive there, young lady. Thank you. Very nicely said. So now back to my educational aspect. Go ahead. (laughs) So, yeah. So I know that you guys kind of heard the question already regarding, do you think it's all facts or do you think it's just fake news? And how do you kind of like dissect what's real and what's not? I think it depends on your source. So. Thank you, Nicole. You can have you can have anybody that posts anything, but do they have credibility? Maybe Maybe. not. True. Yeah, I was gonna say the same thing. I feel like you know when you have a reliable source. Like everybody has that source where they're like, "This is the news. This is what it is. I'm going by it." But some some people tend to dab a little bit and it's like okay is that the whole truth or are you just giving us what you want us to hear so you can have us take away something that is not really what happened I don't know if that makes sense but I just feel like knowing you have a reliable source is what's most important because certain things are not always factual and the media has a way of manipulating things to making them seem like it was something else but really this is what it is yeah but you know what it's kind of like along the lines of for instance, June of 2020, that's when the Black Lives Matter protests and riots really, really took off. But you also got to see on social media through some of these news outlets, some of them were giving half of the story when you have other ones that are giving the full picture showing someone was murdered. You can visibly see that they were murdered right then and there. And others just kind of tailoring it to what they want you to know. So Yeah. I think for me too, it's kind of like, you have like younger people, they don't know how to dissect these things. They don't know, you know, how to look for the factual information. Like we're older, like we know that we know which sources to look at, but like those young people, like they're just taking and absorbing it like a sponge, you know, they don't know to do that. I agree with that. You're absolutely right. I worry about them. I hope they grow up. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I really do. Yeah, because it was completely different from when we were growing up. God, I feel better. I feel so old saying that. You (laughs) are old, honey. You are. (laughs) How old did we say she was turning again? Don't worry about it. So, um, (laughs) 20 old. (laughs) Okay, so now we are going to get into our three for three segment, our takeaways. So, Miss Nicola, what is something that you would say, I guess, social media? What would you say would your takeaway be? 
So I want to bring it back to MySpace. MySpace was my very first social media platform. I remember my friends were like, girl, you need to get one. And I'm like, what is this? And the thing I love about social media then versus now is it was a way for us to connect, really connect with each other, but express ourselves. But it didn't feel like I was trapped in my phone. I didn't feel like I was trapped in MySpace. So my biggest takeaway for people is to get back out there and really work on those friendships that you have and be in the moment and being present with mm. those people. So mm. that's, that's my takeaway. I like that. I like that yeah. too, Nicola. And what about you, Valerie? Go ahead with your best, oh girl. I know you got some tea to spill. Go ahead, let us know. Honestly, I think my takeaway would be to not allow ourselves to focus so much on other people and what other people are doing and how other people are looking on social media, just because we're not them. We just need to learn. Well, we just need to be ourselves really and find what makes us happy. And I think for those people who are like comparing themselves all the time to the people on social media and developing certain disorders and stuff like that, like there's help out there, you know, I know a friend of mine, she did have eating disorders due to the fact that she's comparing herself all the time to what she's seeing, the supermodels and this and that, and it's not healthy. So if you do have an eating disorder, or if you do have any mental health issues, that's kind of like putting you to the edge due to what you're seeing on social media, due to what you're thinking about, or young listeners due to bullying or anything like that, like there is help out there for the National Suicide Prevention Line, you know, 800-273-8255. And for the National Disorder Association, 1-800-931-2237. So call and, and get some help. Don't let social media control you. Oh, I felt that. Go, girl. <laughs> yeah. That was definitely a good takeaway. Yes. What about you, Shakira? Yes. Um, mine isn't more so a takeaway. It's more so a challenge to all of our listeners to just see if you can go at least 24 hours without social media, just to kind of take like, like a cleanse, just to like focus on yourself, you know, you know, dwell in some self-care, just focus on, you know, productivity and just achieving those goals and just putting social media aside and focusing on yourself. So that, that's my challenge to you. And if you can go longer than 24 hours, by all means, go for it. But that, that's, that's just my, my challenge to you, beautiful people. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies, I'm so glad we got to catch up and talk about this topic because I feel like it plays a huge role in all of our lives. It impacts us daily. I would love to say thank you, everybody, for tuning in to this episode. Of course, we're going to release another episode next Wednesday. Stay tuned. Our February episodes are ones you guys are not going to miss. They're going to be litty lit and a lot of fun. And we're going to have some special guests that you guys will never believe are actually joining our podcast. So for now, thanks for tuning in. If you loved today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at Heels Off Let's Talk. 
We love to hear from you and any topics you want to discuss. Catch us every Wednesday for a new episode. For now, it's your girl Shakira. Stay sassy. It's Valerie. Stay bougie. And it's Nicola. Keep it classy.